The Crotchety Old Man Podcast is not a registered investment, legal, or tax advisor, or a broker-dealer. All investment financial opinions expressed by or on the Crotchety Old Man Podcast are from the personal research and experience of the owner of the site and are intended as educational material. Although best efforts are made to ensure that all information is accurate and up-to-date, occasionally unintended errors and misprints may occur. Before you invest or make any investment-based decisions, consider your own personal circumstances. You should do your own research and seek advice from a financial professional. Well, 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 another Thirsty Thursday with the Crockety Old Men podcast. My cohorts and partners in crime, George Crumley and PC, is in the studio with me today. And we're going to piggyback on a conversation that we had in a previous episode about holistic health. And PC, take us away. Hey, well, we were initially talking about um, holistic health versus traditional health, which really didn't get into the, the differences much. But basically, traditional is health is taught um, in a sense of um, what a symptom is. It starts from your symptomatics, and they try to cure the symptomatics. Now, the problem that I have with holistic medicine, with uh, traditional medicine, is that uh, they 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 monetize trying to deal with the effects of your symptoms. So if you have pain. Um, um, they, they, they get funkadelic on you. The bigger the headache, the bigger the pill. Okay. We, we, as, <laughs> we, as, we, as holistic practitioners, we try to find out what's the root cause of that pain, which will get to the root cause of your dis-ease. Okay. And, and that's, that's what makes the difference. You know, we have pain in our bodies. It's, it's like a, it's like an alarm clock. You know, when it's time to get up in the morning, you set that alarm clock, it goes off crazy and you can't hardly stand it. That's to get you up. Well, the pain does the same thing for our bodies. So pain is good. I mean, it's not it's it's not it's not pleasant when we experience, but it's good to have to alert us that there's something there's something wrong, you know. So um, so that's how that's how Western medicine differs from from uh, holistic medicine. The other thing is Western medicine uses a lot of, um, of uh, uh, medicines, a lot of pills. And, and the problem with pills sometimes, not, not all times, but the problem with pills sometimes is that when you look at the, um, the makeup of a pill, um, the question to me is, do I have full absorption of that medication that's in that pill? And if it's synthetic, your 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 cells in your bodies are seven sided cells. If your if if the cell structure for the medication is not seven sided, it's not going to fit in your cell structure. If it doesn't fit in your cell structure, you are not fighting disease on a cellular level. And some diseases, in particular, attack you on a cellular level. And my thing is, if something's attacking me on a cellular level, I'm gonna bite the stuff out of it on a cellular level. And so, and so, cancer, for one thing, is a disease that fights you on a cellular level. Um, uh, certain uh, inflammatory diseases may come and fight you on a cellular level. You take a pill that does not fit inside my cell, 
I'm not getting full absorption of that medication. Not to say that the medication won't work. It'll work eventually, but, 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 but it works on the outside of your cells and doesn't have full absorption. Um, plants, uh, water, all of the, uh, the cell structure of plants is to accommodate our cell structure. So they seven sided. Okay. So, so um, now one thing I have to say about uh, Western medicine, they have some of the best diagnostic tools in the, in the world. And so I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I have discrepancies with, uh, with Western medicine. I don't totally uh, ignore it. Uh, because certainly we need the, um, we need the diagnostic tools that they have. Um, I don't talk, I don't talk against going to a a medical doctor. Um, I think, I think holistic medicine, however, offers you an, an alternative. You know, if the medical doctors are saying one thing, they're looking at it because of their philosophy of disease and how they approach disease are looking at it a certain way. There's always... Uh, holistic medicine offers you another way of looking at um, uh, philosophically approaching that disease and what to do. That's very, very good uh, points there. And, and it kind of brings to my mind is uh, so how do you because like you said, we're not we're not advising or telling people to stop going to see your 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 normal physician for anything. Oh, no. But but. And but we're just trying to provide some alternatives. So so if I'm an individual, how do I how do I marry the two or how do I balance the two, uh, depending on, you know, what may be uh, discovered within my body? So how do I you understand what I'm saying? How do I how do I use both the holistic and the uh, conventional method, uh, Western medicine to to uh, uh, remedy things that, that are affecting me. You know, you and I talk a lot about that, George. And, and we both have doctors. I have an, I have a, uh, I have a, a doctor that I go to, I get yearly checkups. Um, you know, uh, I certainly can't figure out the health of my prostate without somebody putting their finger up my booty hole. So, you know, I mean, those kinds of things, you need to have some assistance for natural speaking. Uh, by the same time, if you do the if you do if you do the preventative measure, which is what holistic medicine offers, um, some saw palmetto berries, um, uh, some uh, vitamin E, some zinc, all of those things will will help to keep that prostate healthy. But if 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 you have if you have if you have a disease frequency with your prostate, and we as older men are going to have a disease frequency with our prostate as we get older, you have um, uh, uh, hyper uh, 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 benign uh, a PBH, PP, BPH benign prostate hyperplasia, and all that means is that you got a, sw- a swollen prostate. That swollen prostate bumps up against your ureters, which is where urine is transferred from the bladder down and through your penis and out. And what happens is when that prostate is pushing up against your ureters, it's pinching that stream off. 
you're not kicking them bubbles out of the toilet when you when you when you when you go to the bathroom and that's what you want to see so we as older men are going to have a prostate frequency a, a, a disease frequency uh, when it comes to the prostate, the older we get, if we're 70, we're seven, we're, we're, we're 70% more likely to have prostate cancer. If we're 80s, we're 80% more likely to have uh, prostate cancer. So, you know, it bears in mind, along with the rest of the body functions, to be, um, uh, uh, to be, um, um, get, have, have, have some items on you where you keep taking them and uh, keep refreshing your prostate and keep the stress off the prostate and other organs in our bodies. Hi, this is Paul with the Crotchety Old Man. Hey, if you like what you're hearing from the Crotchety Old Man podcast, hit that subscribe or follow button on Google, Spotify, or iHeartRadio podcasts. You can also send us feedback or topics you would like to hear discussed. Send us your comments to info at the crotchety old men podcast.com. Once again, that's info at the crotchety old men podcast.com or visit our website at www the crotchety old men podcast for previous episodes. So it sounds like there's a mixture that you need to, to keep uh, some type of balance. So for example, if the once you've gone to the doctor and we definitely encourage everyone to get, uh, you know, normal checkups, normal review, get your prostate checked. Uh, definitely an advocate for that, because like you said, you know, as black men, that's something that that's, that that's shows itself at some point in time. So it's important that you keep your your finger on that to say. But uh, more importantly, if you're doing that, what you're saying on a regular basis, you need to be taping, taking some type of vitamins that are known which are herbal based that are known to help uh prevent and um decrease the growth of any of these things in your body is that, is that what i'm hearing true true absolutely absolutely because you come in you come into my office and the first thing i'm gonna do as part of my diagnostics is look at your face look at your tongue there are indications uh if something's if something does not indicate on your face what you're complaining about, I'll do an iridology assessment. Um, I take a scope and, and pop a picture and I'll read your iris and that'll that'll tell me exactly. I mean, I can I can I can find out if you've got a leaky gut. I can find out what gut's leaking and where is le- and what organ is leaking into just by looking in your iris. OK, Um what it does not tell me is what are some of the other causes and and what else is going on in that colon that's creating that leaky gut. So when you get a colonoscopy, they send a picture up your rectum and they get to see clearly. And sometimes, I mean, I may miss the fact that, you know, looking at your iris, um, you have polyps. And, and 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 whether that polyp is benign or whether it's cancerous or not. So those are the differences. I might be able to see a polyp in your iris and where it is, but I, don't, I can't tell by looking in your iris whether that is a benign 
or a a a a a a, a cancerous item that needs to be taken out immediately and how um, aggressive it is and all of that so you definitely need to um um you definitely need to compile doctors and holistic health and work in conjunction with the both of them so you're right george you're absolutely right brother you want to Okay, excuse me, George, for a second. That is some very, very interesting information, Paul. When you say that you can look into one's iris and determine whether or not that person has or a polyp or not. Yeah, yeah. The iris is like, you know, the the, the old saying, you know, uh, the eye is the mirror of the soul. Well, that's that's why. That's why. And 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 these procedures that I'm talking to, these holistic procedures that we're talking about. They're 10,000 years old. I'm not practicing this. This is proven. This is proven over 10,000 years that this, 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 the, um, the diagnostics, the herbal remedies, all of these, all of these are 10,000 years old. They've been doing this for 10,000 years. So that's before we ever had doctors per se. You know, you had medicine, you had medicine men and medicine people and that's some type of thing. But yes, the iris is, you read it like a clock, and each organ is on a different area of the iris. And then there are other, um, there are other factors like um, if you see a ring around the eye, you know person's taking some sugar or they're taking some serious drugs. Uh, you know, um, if, if, the, if the eye is dilated, if you've got certain marks around your eye called lacuna, that type of thing, those are all um, indicators of what's going on with the organs that you're looking at inside the iris. And so um, basically we're taught to look at it through um, a, um, a, a, a magnifying glass and a, and a pen light. But, uh, you know, when I go through my clients and they do all that squinting and moving their head that we get to fight and we rolling on the floor. I, I now have a scope that just takes a picture, bloop, bloop, comes up on the computer, no muss, no fuss. And, uh, but it, but it, it still allows me to read what's going on on that eye. So yeah, it's, 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 it's the body is amazing. That's um, some good points. You know, that, 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 because of that, it always makes me think, you know, when I go to the doctor, you know, and she's doing a physical or just a uh, regular checkup. She takes the, turns out the lights and they put the light against your eye. That's what they're looking for. But they never tell you what they're seeing or what they don't see or what the condition is. Because, yeah, I went to, uh, is it, what is it called? An idolatrist? Is that? Iridologist. Right. Uh, a long time ago. And they did the eye thing and they told me, you know, they told me that, you know, you broke your foot long time ago and you did this because it also tells you the history, your history, too. Right. You got to right. say right. <laughs> that that in your teeth, that in your teeth. Right. So, you know, from that, you know, I always knew that when someone looking in my eye, they can tell what's going on. So, like I said, it always fascinated me that. The doctor, your your regular traditional doctor, never says anything other than looks in your eye and says, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. But they don't really tell you 
what they're seeing. And you know, that's interesting because a lot of doctors don't, iridology is not a study in, in, in medical schools. So they're, they're looking at your eye from a, from a, from a totally Western medical standpoint. They're not necessarily looking at the clues that the eye gives where there's something wrong somewhere in the body. So they, they may not be able to tell you what they're looking at. I mean, from the whole so, what are they look, so what are they doing? <laughs> just going through the motions or what? Well, that's why they call it the practice. Yeah. <laughs> practicing physician. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely See, right. See, I man. ain't practicing. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. So let me ask you this question here then. What's the difference between an iridologist, an iridologist, whatever you call it, and an ophthalmologist? The, the, the iridologist is looking for diseases in the entire body. He's okay. discovering diseases in the entire body. The ophthalmologist is discovering and, and treating diseases in the eye per itself. Um, it's, it's looking at the, 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 the muscular compound of the eye. It's looking at the eye and the retina functions of the eye. It's 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 specific to that organ, that organ, just the eye, and the health of the eye. So that's that would be the difference, in in my opinion, between the two. Interesting. Would an iridologist uh, be able to know the, the other person, the optim? Okay, yeah, iridologist be able to identify uh, certain uh, diseases or or situations that that are happening in a person who has, uh, let's say, for instance, has a blindness or cataracts. Would he be able to yeah, do that? Yeah, they can because a lot of what will show up in a person who's blind is is degenerative tissue. Okay. And degenerative tissue is always looks like it's brown or black when you see it as an indicator. Mm-hmm. So if I look in your eye... <clears throat> And I see on the on the iris, which where where the eyes and your nasal uh, area is up above, let's say between 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 um, eleven and twelve o'clock, there'll be a spot on there that may indicate uh, degeneration. You know, when you when you're when you're when your body degenerated turns black. When you die, you turn in black. Um, so you got to think of it like that. So if something is dead or it's about to die, it goes from brown to black. So yes, it will. It will. You you will have an indicator. Hey, you know, if, if you're just um, tuning into the uh, Crotchety Old Man podcast, um, you may wonder, you know, why are these guys talking about holistic medicine and health and you know their eyes and stuff because i thought i was turning in you know tuning into a financial call or a podcast and um i'm gonna tell you you know it it's important and and and, uh, like i said when you get to our age it's important that you know you have good health come on and it comes down to a situation where you know you're gonna pay me now you're gonna pay me later and what i mean by that is you know, if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to end up in, you know, a convalescent home. You're going to end up in, you know, somebody taking care of you and you're not going to be able to enjoy those what they call golden years. Well, for me, golden years starts at, you know, right now today. So, you know, I want to live to 100. 
You know, I don't know about you, but uh, that's my goal. So I'm going to do everything possibly. So I'm not necessarily going to go out and spend all my money on, uh, you know, trinkets and, and uh, you know, feel good items. But I am going to make sure that my health is, uh, you know, a and up to par. I'm going to get information from not only my, you know, my physician on a regular basis and get the checkups, but I'm also going to talk to folks like Paul, you know, and get some holistic alternatives. Because as we all know, when we put things into our body, they have effects on our body that may not just be for those things that, you know, treat you. Okay. So you have to understand that for one thing, it may do something else. So you got to have a balance. That's what I'm getting at. And here again, you know, the information we're giving is, is an overall general study and observation. Um, uh, We want you to go and check out, you know, professionals and get your own opinions, you know, and, and make sure that, but the key is to make sure you're feeling good and you're doing good, you know, and that's what we want to make sure of. And that's why we're, we've, we've changed and we've gone to this subject. So Paul, what else you got to uh, kind of take us home on? Well, you know, a lot of, a lot of what we do when we, when we think in terms, George made a very good point about the cost, uh, which, which is another episode in its entirety. Um, it only takes you maybe six, eight, twelve dollars to buy some good cinnamon, as opposed to six, eight hundred, a thousand dollars to put some insulin in your stomach. Mm. And that's the difference between the cost of Western medicine over here with the insulin and the cost of getting some cinnamon to regulate your blood sugar. 12, 13, 14 dollars. But that's a whole nother episode. Hey Amen. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to that next episode because I got a notepad full of notes. <laughs> I want to I I just not have to be here for a good time. I want to be around for a long time. Okay? Hello. And uh, you're helping me out, Paul. And uh, certainly, I'm sure that our listeners, hopefully you're taking notes. And uh, But if not, certainly you can rewind this podcast or re-listen to it again and uh, get the nuggets that's being dropped today. Because I tell you, uh, you've given me a whole nother outlook on the value of protecting your health. So with that being said, as we always like to end our podcast every week, uh, try to come up with a nice quote or an antidote that uh, gives you something to chew on for the rest of the week. And this one comes from the late, great General Colin L. Powell. And it says, become an expert in something and a journalist in everything. Hello. And with that, <laughs> and with that I'm going to say we'll see you next week, next Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, remember that. And we got something for you to drink every each and every week. And so as we wrap up, all I'm going to say is peace out. Peace. Peace.